the program. I'm Lori Rubinson talking sports, having fun with you here on The Fan at 877-337-6666. That's the phone number. Go ahead and use it. Giants fans, if you are ticked off and want to vent, light the light, use the phone number. Jets fans, if you are, I don't know, uh, optimistic, maybe? Certainly, your team got a win against the Broncos. Brees Hall was outstanding. Um, some good, some bad on this day, but a win is a win. And especially against the Broncos. And a win for the offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, who had been maligned and mocked by Broncos head coach Sean Payton this summer in the preseason. So, a little karma there. A couple words we'll say and topics for you to call in on. First of all, Giants. We'll talk about and break down that game, but my, my words there in terms of the Giants and my themes, one is no answers. No answers. Giants have no answers right now. And the other word, shell-shocked. This team is, you can see it. They're shocked. They have no answers. And neither does the head coach. Players don't. Brian Dable does not know what to do with this football team. So we'll talk about that. For the Jets, the word, the theme, karma. This was a payback bowl. One for, yes, the whole football team, but also for Nathaniel Hackett, their offensive coordinator. Zach Wilson was good enough in this football game. There were some plays there he made, except for one atrocious mistake by the quarterback, by the offensive coordinator, by the head coach, the clock management before the uh, end of the first half was pitiful. They just pissed away three points. You can't do that. So we'll get into that. And at some point, we got a couple hours here with you. Uh, We'll see if we get to a little Billy Epler Craig Council, Mets, manager rumors, all that kind of stuff. Uh, And the New York Liberty, they lose to the Aces in game one of the WNBA playoffs. So plenty, plenty to do. Um, And producing tonight, Mr. Michael Flegelman. He's back there behind the glass, on the phones, ready to take your calls, all of that good stuff. 877-337-6666. So no guests. We have uh, about two hours. I figure there's a ton going on. You all want to talk. I've got stuff to say, so I figured we can do this together. So, let's start with, um, we're going to get to the Jets in a moment. We're going to start with the Giants and just how bad this situation is. Brian Dable has big problems. The offense is broken. And when I say broken, I don't mean, you know, sometimes you're on sports talk radio and we can overreact. We can be uh, prone to hyperbole, to exaggerate, right? But when I say the offense is broken, I mean the Giants offense, they're averaging, the, the Giants as a team are at through five games are averaging 12.4 points per game. And we know the defense scored a touchdown today. 
But they're averaging 12.4 points a game through five games. The only team in the entire NFL who is worse than that are the putrid New England Patriots. And Mac Jones just keeps getting benched. They're awful. They're averaging 11 points per game. But 12 points per game for the Giants? Like, if they keep this up, that's worse than, like, the Joe Judge, Brian Garrett offenses that we made fun of, that we thought were awful, because they were over the last few years. This would be 12 points a game? Is, is a, I mean, it's beyond abysmal. And we could have, in some other, look, you want to say, oh, well, uh, the Cowboys have a terrific defense. So, well, you know, what, yeah, they didn't play well against them, but uh, all right, or whatever you want to say. You know what? Miami does not have a great defense. The Miami Dolphins are not one of the best defenses in the league. As a matter of fact, the Miami Dolphins, through five games this season, are giving up 27 points a game. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seventh worst, seventh most points per game in the league, the Miami Dolphins. And the Giants' offense can't really get much of anything going, and Daniel Jones gets sacked so badly and hit so much in this game that comes out injured, his neck uh, hurts, you know, a, a neck injury, and we'll see if that's going to cost him some time, which might be the kindest thing the Giants can do because Daniel Jones is getting hit so much And this from a player who, in past seasons, he's been playing his whole career behind bad offensive lines. But last year, also not a good offensive line from the New York Giants, but at least with Andrew Thomas playing um, a Pro Bowl left tackle and Brian Dable and Mike Kafka at at times doing things with Max Protect and, and protecting Daniel Jones, He wasn't a human pinata. He wasn't a human punching bag. But this is a player who has been hit a lot early in his career. So it's saying something when it gets to another level that we're actually worried for the player. And I'll tell you right now, I am. I'm worried for Daniel Jones and the player, the comp that comes to mind for me right now for Daniel Jones on some level David Carr, not the David Carr that you remember if you're a Giants fan as the backup quarterback for the New York Giants, but the David Carr who was the number one overall pick for an expansion team, the Houston Texans. And early in that his career with the Houston Texans, he got hit so often and so badly behind such bad offensive lines that he just got shell-shocked. He got broken as a player, and he was never the same. He was the number one overall pick. He should have had a starting career in the league that would have at least been comparable, I would imagine, to his younger brother, Derek Carr. But he never fulfilled that promise because he just got hit too often. And if you get hit too often, 
too much. Players, they get broken. And they start, you know, they it, it just gets hard for a player to stand in there and hang on to the ball, see things, make the right reads. And look, Daniel Jones, he wasn't good today. He wasn't. He started off completing his first seven passes of the game, but he missed throws today where Wandale Robinson, on a couple of occasions, throwing the ball low instead of leading him, where maybe Wandale Robinson could have run for a first down, converted a third down play, but if you throw the ball so low and he's catching it and going down to the ground, well, then there's no run after catch. And the play has no hope for success. And Daniel Jones was someone who could make throws like that with accuracy. But somehow now, this is, is just gone. And he, he just looks, he looks rattled now. And we can blame the player in Daniel Jones for that. But you also have to blame Joe Shane, the general manager, for not having a good plan for backup left tackle. I don't know why the Giants cut Tyree Phillips, who filled in admirably last year at, at tackle when there were injuries. Evan Neal got injured last year at right tackle. Tyree Phillips filled in at right tackle, and he was fine. He was fine. The Giants decide to cut him and the backup plan was either Matt Pert they kept to be the swing tackle, and then they decided he wasn't really good enough, and they decided that Josh Azudu, a guy they draft to play guard, who had reps fighting for a, a starting position at guard all summer, doesn't get reps at tackle, fighting for a guard spot, and then... When Andrew Thomas at left tackle, their best offensive player, their best player on the team, when he gets hurt in the first game, they have no answer at backup tackle. None. And they put in poor Josh Azudu, a young player who after the game today was traumatized and sitting in his locker apparently with tears in his eyes because he's the one who gave up the sack when Daniel Jones got hurt. This is a shell-shocked football team with a quarterback who is at the moment injured with a, uh, a something, a, a neck injury. We don't know how long that will keep him out, if at all. Maybe he'll be available for the next game. Maybe he'll miss some time. We don't know. Probably no more tomorrow. But this is a a, a shell-shocked football team. An offense that is scoring 12 points a game. You are not going to win in the National Football League scoring 12 points a game. And... Poor planning in terms of the offensive line and the depth there. And Evan Neal is still bad at right tackle. Whiffing 
and and just no answers from Brian Dable. Same guy who was coach of the year last year, if we're going to give credit for that, which we did, which I did. I thought he was terrific. I thought the coaching staff was terrific last year. They had answers. And it's not just even losses for this football team. Forget the record. They are not competitive. They don't look like they belong on the field with these other teams that they're playing. They are not nearly as good. The talent isn't as good. Last year, I thought that they were the less talented football team a lot of weeks. And yet, Brian Dable was able to, with that coaching staff, they were able to get these guys to buy in, to believe. They schemed them up. And they were competitive. And even you know in games they lost, they were fighting hard. They were competitive. This year so far, they, this team has had, they had one good half of football. The second half against the Arizona Cardinals, a team that theoretically their front office is trading away talent to try and uh, tank this year. And yet nobody told the coaching staff and the players and Josh Dobbs, their starting quarterback, because they're playing their tails off. They are competitive, the Cardinals, in most games. Giants are not playing tough, competitive football, smart football. They're not in these games. And Brian Dable has no answers. They better find some or look ahead and the Giants may be looking at a top five draft pick. And drafting a quarterback to replace Daniel Jones, and then you're uh, then you're in year one of a new rebuild, and that's that may be where they're heading right now with this roster and with a team that has to continue to devote more and more resources to an offensive line, and in particular to a new offensive line coach. Pay whatever top dollar you have to. But bring in a top offensive line coach and get more out of the talent you have. Evan Neal probably should be converted into a guard. He's not quick enough, it doesn't appear, for the edge to play tackle in the in the NFL. Pitiful. And then on top of that for the Giants, you have Xavier McKinney, who seems to be reacting to comments Like, don't blame the defense for a loss. This is a total team loss, but getting all salty about criticisms about the defense. And yes, the defense against a record-setting Miami Dolphins offense, they were able to force turnovers. They had the pick six. So... The defense had their moments. But when overall, you're talking about the New York Giants having the having a defense that's given up the fourth most points per game in the entire league. I don't know if anybody on the defense should have that much 
to say. I don't think their play is uh, is so outstanding that that they should be uh, worried about criticism, complaining about criticism. And yep, there were the uh, the turnovers. That's great, but Miami still did have over 300 passing yards and 222 yards rushing. And, and the incredible team speed of the Dolphins just, it's a track meet all over the field. And the Giants, from a team speed standpoint, really had no answers. Giants answer to, you know, team speed was supposed to be Jalen Hyatt. He seems to be in the witness protection program. They don't get the ball to him, whether there's no uh, time to get get him open downfield or there's, uh, from a route tree standpoint, he can't run other routes besides a go route. I don't really know. But he's not involved in the offense at all. Giants traded up in the third round to go get Jalen Hyatt to be a game-breaker, add a dimension of speed to this offense. And we saw it on one play. Or one half of football against the Arizona Cardinals. Couple plays. Haven't seen it since. Meanwhile, the Miami Dolphins draft a running back in the third round also. Uh, so the Giants draft a wide receiver in the third round in, in Hyatt. And he's uh, a no-show today. Not to say, you know, look, I expect him still to have a decent career. But in, in the way they're using him, a no-show. And the Dolphins draft this kid, Devon Aishan, and he's like a human highlight reel. Running away from the New York Giants, busting a run for 76 yards. You blink and he is gone. 11 carries, 151 yards. They had no answer for him, for Tyreek Hill, 8. Carries 181 yards. Giants had no answers. Couldn't stop the run. Couldn't stop Mostert. No answers.